The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. <laughs> Tuesday, live wow. look at Tostitos Championship Plaza, where there's gifts and children outside of Ford Center at the Star of Frisco, Texas, where it is a windy 55 degrees, the high is 57, the low tonight is 45, starting to feel a lot like Christmas, it definitely looks like Christmas. That is Shannon, he is Nate, this is Kirk, in the back is Chris Beam, I and fully in red. I like, I got, you know, yeah. you know, standing out, standing out today. And Track Daddy up. Holly, together we make hanging with the boys, sports talk, equivalent to Braille. People feel, feel these cowboys when we run when through we these speak. Washington, whatever. Yes. Before we get started, before mm-hmm. we get started, a little breaking news. What's that? We can talk about this because this person, according to the, I got to make sure. According to reports, yes, sources, sources. The Indianapolis Colts are going to be releasing Shaq or Leonard, whatever he goes by. Oh, uh, was it was was his first name again? Shaq, Shaq Leonard, their linebacker. Oh, former defensive rookie of the year, former All Pro linebacker. This is a guy I said a couple weeks ago. Did you ago, say linebacker? I, I said a couple weeks ago. I said I know we're past the trade deadline, and this counts as a moment. Kind of Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard or Shaq Leonard. He's I don't know what name he goes by now. South Carolina State. Um this is count you can count if you're keeping tabs on a patch of back on the self on the back moment, mm-hmm. give me a tally. Because I said a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I said a couple if you're keeping start, count, we need to start keeping score on the show. Keeping you count, know mark me a tally. We need a bragging uh, montage. <laughs> Weren't we talking about linebacker depth on this show yesterday? I'm just saying yeah. I, I requested, I said I know that he's in the at the Colts, I said, but going, I said in the future, I said, no, we're past the trade deadline, but in the future, there's some grumbling that he was unhappy there for a while. In the future, this will not be a guy that I would not mind not bringing mm. to the team. And look, wow, why would they let is. him go? On a They've been fire. beefing. They like that yeah. that that whole situation has been has been a bad situation a there. He's players. been hurt. Yeah. Some, but they've been beefing. He had a big contract not too long ago. They owe him six point one million dollars. So I'm saying it's feasible. Yeah. Saying it's feasible, I wouldn't mind if I saw Todd Williams walking upstairs to discuss some things. Yeah, now, nice. I think I think now everything has got to go through the waivers. I think he's a waiver guy. Mm. I don't know if he gets a complete release. Surely somebody would pick him up. One hundred percent. So, I, but mm. we can hope. Yeah. We can hope, and this may be the lifting of the curse. We get a good linebacker depth. He's got some big money you know? coming to him. So, mm. after he, the trade down. After the trade deadline, everybody goes to waivers. So, hey, so what's the waiver order? Do we have, do we know it's, that? Uh, well, last I mean, year's right draft now order. It's Carolina, right? Isn't it last year's yeah. draft order? Yes. Yeah. No, it's this year's. Like, oh, this year's like draft who's order. Who's last right now? Oh. Worst record right now. Yeah, we're not so going to take a few. Go through a yeah. few teams. But you pick up that contract, year. so he, they'd have to pay him that contract. 16.1 next year, 19 and 25, and 19.6 in 2016. If he can get back to anywhere where he once was, you're talking about now having a guy like Micah, him in the middle. 
pretty solid. Wow. Yeah, you can put in then whatever whatever Overshawn's going to be, Damone Clark's going to be. If you pick up any guys in the draft or free agency next year, I mean, hmm. it's out there. Keep an eye on it. It's out there. Mon- as Jerry would say, monitor it, but not monitor it, but monitor it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, question to, to start the show off. Thank you for that, Jesse. You're welcome. I was not aware of that. Good stuff. Yes. Are we now pay, playing for best wild card seat? Is the, is the division now out of hand? Are you, are you just playing to be the highest ranked wild card and hope that a lower seed trips up a number one and then you get home field for that NFC championship game? Oh Lord, Nate is putting his Santa Claus glasses on. <laughs> no, now, now you gonna stretch his glasses out with that no, fat no, no. on his head? Head is bigger than you think. It is a journey. Can you see the future? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, I want to say something. I apologize. Oh, yeah. you look very uh, studious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very stupidious. Stupidious. <laughs> so is that what we're doing now? Have, have the Eagles solidified that they are winning this division? I knew, Jess. I knew you was going to – I mean, you still get to play them, so you get to knock them down one notch. But can you knock them down three notches? I I have been (laughs) – Word about y'all. I I have been in a a battle late last night, early in this morning. And I hate when people make me get like this. Mm -hmm. No, you you don't. No, I do. I really do. No, I really do. (laughs) Because what happens is you make me defend a team that – no, for all into the – I don't like. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But I'm fair. Mm-hmm. I am the voice of reason. You are the voice of reason. I am the sports talk equivalent of no. <laughs> so, I feel you, Jesse. Were you talk? I haven't taken my top off my watch. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we have this discussion, and I've been battling cowboy fans night and day. Me with and the, you both. With the conversation of because they they refuse to give Philadelphia credit. They're good, man. They refuse, and I'm like. And they're like, well, what I saw that night was not impressive. And I'm like, you, you went, went on the road. Went on the road. <laughs> Bad weather. <laughs> reigning defending champions. Best quarterback, head coach, play caller, designer in the league combination. You out got they're gonna, you. They're going to blame it on that play right there. You can blame it on that play if you want to. Yeah. But what, I'm like. What about all the other you, plays? You are, you are statistically beaten in all manners as far as yards and total yards and time of everything. But they won. If that ain't impressive to you, I don't know what I don't know what impressive looks like. I think I think Cowboy fans at times they look at it and go, well, it has to be a 20, 25, 30 mm-hmm. point block to be impressive. And I'm like, you don't go to Kansas City, your hometown. Mm-hmm. You just don't go to you don't go to places like that. And they're like, oh, it's 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 more of the receivers. I'm like, they shut that offense out in the second half. Yeah. They were down. You don't go to Kansas City and be down ten at halftime. And walk out of there victorious. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying the likelihood of it happening when you're down 10 to Kansas City. Your quarterback's been sacked five, six times. Your quarterback didn't throw over 150 <laughs> yards. You didn't You didn't have a receiver over 100 yards. You didn't have a running back over 100 yards. And you and you win. Mm-hmm. So basically about the same thing besides the score that we did to this Carolina team. We didn't look good. In peace to our stars, but like you said, just enough to win. It's impressive, man. It and you you go back to even our Cowboy game against Philadelphia. It was probably 
the best game this offense has played this season. Mm-hmm. Dak, 375 yards, three touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb, 191 yards. You had over 100 yards rushing. I mean, you were moving the ball up and down the field. Now, I don't get into the ref situation. Most people are going to bring that up. I go, but there's something to be said about a football team that doesn't blink, that doesn't ever think that they're out of a football game, and despite how they play, good, bad, or indifferent, still up, win. down, still win. One more point at the end of the game. That's it. Yep. That's all you got to do. That's it. And, and, and I, I hate when people get on these social medias and they go, if we would have did bop, 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 and I go, why is it that we always leave out the other side? Like, if the Cowboys would have done X, Y, and Z, if the Chiefs would have done X, Y, and Z, I'm sure that Philadelphia is going back there watching film and saying, if we would have done X, Y, and Z. We'd have won by 20. <laughs> right. Like, like, you can't say, you can't have that conversation. There's always two sides, yeah. You can't say, well, if we done this, 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 and this, we win that game. And I'm like... Do they not get a chance to make adjustments? It's like it's like the subbing. If you sub, they sub. Mm-hmm. So they can say the same thing. We beat y'all by 40 if we do X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, at the end of the day, did you win? The only way that ever makes sense is if both teams play a perfect game. No penalties, no turnovers, no drop passes, and it's just straight up play calling and the execution is perfect. But there's never been a game in the NFL no. that that's ever happened. So it, the, the points mute whenever the, you the, the thing that amazed me is when we lost to them. And I'm saying we. I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm a cowboy. The first thing I – Say that no, say that again because there's another argument that I've had with people. You know. You're what? I'm a cowboy. Okay. Yeah, I'm a cowboy. So this is what bothers me is when we lost – the whole first week, and I was picking at everybody. Y'all remember this. Well, what if the Eagles don't lose? When I kept saying, y'all remember, we got to win six games in a row. Ah! But the reason I'm trying, the reason I was saying that, now it is dead serious. Mm-hmm. Before it was a joke, now it is dead serious. <laughs> what if the Eagles don't lose? And I heard prominent people that I respect say, you know what stretch they're on? They got to play the Chiefs. They can be easily lose all three, or they can be one and two. Well, they've won the one, and they got two more. That was the honestly, like that was the one. Like yeah, that, that really that was, was the, one. the one. You know what I'm saying? Because Buffalo ain't ain't. We don't. I don't know. If we we don't. On my other show, on Football right. Jesse Holly, you can find on YouTube. I've, I've, <laughs> <laughs> That's quick. Yeah, I, I packed the Buffalo Bills up. I, right, they're done. Right. I, 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 now they may come okay. back, but I packed them up. Okay. So er, everyone was, I, I believe that everyone was banking yes. on that trip to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. That that would be the one, and they would say, "Ha, got them." Now they're gonna go on this. Now I don't know what's gonna happen against Buffalo. No, we don't. Know what's don't. We against don't. Niners. But l- let that go to show you. That we were basing a lot of ours on hope. We hoped the Eagles would lose to these right. teams. We were hoping that the Kansas City Chiefs did, did us a favor. We were hoping, we still hoping that Buffalo does us a favor and that the Niners do us a favor. But baby, they're a good football team. It ain't like it ain't like they're a, they're a football team that's barely skimming through the. You know, they're nine one. I had a well, one of our guys that you know we've debated with, just debated. I tried to, within the first three weeks. 
they don't look good. I say, you don't have to. Just win. See, I'd rather work on the rushing game or giving up a few sacks or maybe a couple of interceptions. I'd rather work on that with wins behind me than to work on that with losses because they have two different mindsets. One does give you a concrete uh, something to look at and hope. The other one is I'm wishing and I'm hoping. And when you're wishing and hoping, that's a little bit too much. And so right now, Cowboy fans, quit wishing and hoping and know when Jesse break down these commanders because they ain't got but two players and both of them on defense. I mean, well, they got a good running back. But anyway. Wish and hope that we kill these folks. That's what you wish. That's what you wish for. That's like, that's the the debate of, do you want a quarterback that throws for a lot of yards and is eight and eight every right. year, or do you want a quarterback that wins ugly but he wins? Yes, and grinds it out. Yes, you know, like beginning Sa- Sammy the, Ball, beginning of the year, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> The debate was: Is is he? He doesn't look real great. He's not super accurate. You and know, blah, hurt. Blah blah blah. And still and, hurt. But guess what? They nine and one. Give give me that guy. You know, yeah. give me that guy as opposed to the guy that throws for three hundred and fifty every game. And, Sam Howell. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, oh, what was your uh, what was your other argument when he said he's a cowboy? He said you debate that. Yeah, I, I debate with, with fans because they go, "Oh, you're not a cowboy fan." I go, "Absolutely not." Right. I'm not a cowboy fan. That's right. I'm not. Right. I am a cowboy. Right. You're not going to regulate. You're not. You're not going to uh, 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 put me in a category with fandom. I gave. I gave too much to this game. Right. And while I didn't win a Super Bowl and I wasn't a superstar, I got scars. I got physical ailments. (laughs) Right. I've broken bones. I've had. I've given too much. I ain't never sit in the stands. I ain't never bought a ticket. Right. So no, I'm not a fan. He's not a fan. Right. I'm not. You're, you're never going to relegate me to a space of fandom. I am a cowboy. When I walk in the door, they greet me. <laughs> right, right. When right. you walk in the door, they, don't they have stop. to print him a badge. They, they <laughs> right. stop. They stop you for security. Yeah. And, and I say that. I say that. I say that with honestly, with the utmost respect. I don't say it to to be mean, or mean, the, yeah. or to be arrogant. arrogant. Maybe because no, it sounds a little bit like I don't care what it sounds like. I know. No, no, yeah. I don't care what it sounds like. I don't. I don't mean it in that way. But my body will forever hurt for what I gave to this organization. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not making me a fan. There's things that I that I'll never be able to to overcome physically because of that. Same thing with him. Mm-hmm. They can go get cookies in the in the training table anytime they want. I have to get Kurt to bring me cookies. Like I, I just the measuring I, stick it, again, I, I'm, and you can sit there and, and throw up stats and throw this, and I don't care about none of that. Your eyes gonna tell you what this game is about. I don't care about, about none of that. Mm. I know that mm. when I say I'm not a fan, and I say that I'm a cowboy, like like he said, yeah. I'm a cowboy. Michael Irvin gave damn near his life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Broke his neck on the field. He ain't a fan. He a cowboy. You see somebody, not to put this on Nate, but yeah. we see how Nate sometimes walk up and down this hallway. That ain't that ain't because he was a marathon runner. <laughs> oh man, that's messed. Up. I wish I could. <laughs> that's because that he gave, he gave a piece of himself. Literally, mm-hmm. my hands at times I can't open a jar in the morning. I wow. gave a piece of me. You're not gonna you're not gonna put me in a fan. Don't be like, oh, you're not a fan. No, I'm not. I'm not. And I mean that in the most respectful way possible. Chris Beam, he ain't a fan. Been in 20 years. Hmm. 
Chris Beam is a and cowboy. And know how to keep a secret. <laughs> sure does. From his boys. It's a, it's a reason why they yeah. called him upstairs. That's right. It's, it's, is Kurt a, a, a cowboy? cowboy. Oh. How long you been here, Kurt? That's a ranger, man. He sold us <laughs> out for the Rangers. Star. He's a Dallas star. about 15. This is a cowboy. He sold us, no, he sold us out. Sold you out. Like, going to like the Jokers parade. have given time, energy, and effort. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it's sir. It's a difference. Yeah. It's a difference, man. Chris Beam out there in the elements, giving y'all sounds of the sidelining and clips and cuts. It's cold as hell outside. Mm-hmm. He out there, rain, sleet, snow, hell. With a, boom, he a cowboy. He ain't a fan. There's a difference. There's something when you give a certain amount, you ain't a fan. And you don't know, he probably got back problems holding that camera up so much. Or maybe that big kid he got his. <laughs> Either way. That's how he look at holding the camera. Ain't no bigger than my kid. He's sitting in that room, he sit in that room all day long and put these shows on. Mm-hmm. Eight of them. Got all hemorrhoids. Day. Hemorrhoids to prove it, too. Hemorrhoids. Ain't even no windows in there. <laughs> God, Give a new meaning to, corn, to, to cornhole, huh? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to go on the rant, but but yeah. But when do he said thing. when he said it, do I said, hey, yo, do I your thing. said it. That's what that's what triggered. Do me. your thing, man. I, so, you know what, Jess? Do your thing, man. I, I mean, don't stretch Kurt's glasses I ain't out. Stretch his glasses. Those are pretty old and beat up. You can't hurt them too much. <laughs> I tell y'all, back uh, in the day, yes, sir, when yeah. I was a young man. All right, we'll take take our yeah. first break when we come yes, back. Yes, We're going to get Jesse and Nate to give us a name on Washington. They ain't got but two. Offensive side of the ball to watch tomorrow or Thursday. Defense. Two days. Offense. We're doing both. Oh. When we come back on Hanging oh. with the Boys. Fall is here, and that means football is back, bringing all the delicious game day foods with it. As you prep for all the big games, tailgates, and watch parties, let Yokiero be your one-stop destination for all things home gating. Yokiero's fresh, flavorful, ready-to-serve guacamole made with real Hass avocados will score taste bud touchdowns as you cheer on the Cowboys. Yokiero's wide range of mouth-watering and versatile products can be found in your local grocery store's produce or deli section. Grab some today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection. And sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at wingstop.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to the second segment of the show brought to you each and every day by blockchain.com. Thank you, blockchain.com. And this show is brought to you each and every day by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Yeah. Yeah. Excited to get the show. <laughs> Didn't got to mention that. So, all right, Jesse, Nate. Each one of you, give me a name on offense to watch. I only have one. There's one guy. I'm going to tell you the guy I'm going to give you that you need to watch. Who? And it's, it's not going to be the quarterback. It's going to be I'm Brian going. Robinson Jr. The running back? You like yes, him? Yes, he's a do-all type guy for these guys. He's a hard, hard runner. runner. He's a, So he's. I'm going to give you that guy, man. Did he's he, number eight, and did he, he's built did nice. Did he start the season in front of Gibson, or did he work his way into that number one role? Because Gibson was – No, he's – I no, think he, he started. started the he started the season. Yeah. Last year he worked his way back. Remember, he's the he's the running back that got shot in the leg. Oh. Yeah, he oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a player okay. that got like shot. He's been the running leg like he's been shot the whole um, season. There too. was an attempted carjacking in. Yes. Was he in Philly or was he in Washington? It was attempted carjacking. And he got shot in the leg, and so he had to come back uh, from that, and they worked him back in there. But he's been he's been the guy. He is a big guy, isn't he? Man, he's a man, he's full thick. grown. He's thick. What's his size, Kurt? He trail apart. Six one, two twenty eight. He yes, trail apart he. thick now. He he, <laughs> you know, he trail he trail apart thick now. <laughs> you gonna have to bring him a bow a bow box. You gonna have, you gonna have, you gonna have to bring him a full size that, set that, of wings. That's stop. the only name I got. The other guy, uh, the other guy, he'll be talked about because he gonna feel for the first time what it is to want to pass all the time. <laughs> he gonna feel this fury. I'm telling you, that's that's the quarterback who Howell. Yes. What about McLaurin? Still a good receiver. Still, like still, he nice man. He's still a good receiver, but I, like I, I just think being more balanced would help him if they were just a little bit more balanced. You think, Jess? Yeah, but yeah. they get down in these games, uh-huh. and so it's tough to be balanced at times. And you know, you got to remember now the the OC for right for them is Eric Bieniemy. Right, and so he comes from that that tree, that Andy Reid tree I'm where I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying like they pass to set the runner. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not the opposite way around. It's like they run just to kind of give you a, give a receiver a break from running a route. But they but they want to they they want to have a high capacity of passes because I believe that they think to themselves that if we can get these chunk plays. And that's how Kansas City lives. Kansas City, when you like, sometimes you got to take a picture of what Kansas City has done in the past, and they're saying, if we can have these chunk plays, well, what that does, that helps us matriculate down the football field faster. That puts that it puts a lot of pressure on the defense. Now, one of the things when you try to run these concepts, and again, this is this is what Andy, this was Eric Andy was around. The difference is, is fifteen in Kansas City gives you an element of. You know, we watched it last night. He'll break, he'll break containment, and you think he's about to run, and he'll jump past and throw it on a rope 40 yards. Now, who catches on the other end? 
<laughs> that's up to debate. But that's the concept. It's mm. the concept of is we're going to keep coming at you with these uh, this ability to 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 pressure you with the explosives, as they may say, the passes of 10 to 15 yards down the field. Trying to, they're trying to break your back early in the game. Again, the difference is Sam Howe, who can make a lot of these throws, who is, I'm not going to say he's more athletic than, than Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't have his size, doesn't have his arm talent. Um, but the thought process is there, and that's what gets them in trouble sometimes. That's what gets Sam Howe to have three interception games and six turnovers overall because <clears throat> in their mindset is you pick me here, the next one's going for a touchdown. You defended here, mm-hmm. or you think we the next one's going for a 40 yard play. So they're they're constantly saying that's you know a smart way to do it. And maybe that's the way the analytics, I'm not smart enough. I went to a public high school and a public university. <laughs> I'm not smart enough to give you all the analytics um in it. But if they can get a running game going with Brian Robinson, they will. They'll run it. And this is this team has shown you uh, – this is a team, an organization in general, that is making the transition. This is a team where front office-wise, for a long time, they dealt with – excuse me, that crazy dude that they had owning the football team. Yeah. Um, Snyder. Snyder. So now they got that new group <clears throat> in there. So it's, a, it's an organizational change. As a whole, offensively, it's an organizational change because you come in, you bring Eric Bieniemy in from Kansas City, and now you're putting in these new concepts. You're putting in these new things, and now you're trying to get a bunch of guys to adjust to that. And honestly, if we're being frank, Eric Bieniemy or Andy Reid, whoever, <laughs> Nate, when you played, and and Coach Weiss. Or 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 Coach North Wise. Turner, yeah. Why? Excuse me, Coach yeah. Wise or, or Coach North Turner. They get up on that big chalkboard and they say, "Hey, big fellas, if you block him, you block him, you block him. Twenty-two will do the rest." Right. Yeah. Right. Hey guys, if you hold up, eight, eighty-eight, bang eight. Right. He'll do the rest. When Eric Bieniemy was drawing up plays, it's a lot easier to draw up plays when fifteen is back there. They just, for some reason, they work. Hmm. Right? They, they work with 15s back there. And with Sam, it's it's more so is he's a teen, he's 14, he ain't 15. So it's like we have to work through the growing pains of this is going to work for us eventually. And it works some games. You watch the Philadelphia game. <clears throat> they, they, they made Philadelphia. They challenged Philadelphia. They challenged Philadelphia. Now, they didn't have the, the wherewithal to win it at the end because they're growing. But offensively, this, this is an offense who they want to pass the football. That's why Sam Howell leads the league in, in yards. He's up there in touchdowns, but he also, he's also up there in interceptions. He's also, he leads the league in sacks because 50. Because one, he holds the ball a little bit too long. Two, like I said, their routes have to develop. In order to take chunk plays, everything is not a go ball. So if I'm having routes develop 15 yards down the field, that's a five-step drop. Damn near every time. That's a seven-step drop. So while I'm waiting for things to develop, again, I'm not Patrick Mahomes. You you have to keep that in your mind when you watch this offense. Boy, that worked with 15 (laughs) because he he would do that little scurry around. Next thing you know, he's – 
He fading away and he doing this. <laughs> and it sails 70 yards down the field. Sam is trying and he'll have some success. But when you have explosive down the field, those routes take time to develop. And they quite, they haven't quite figured out the, the cohesion of routes, protection, quarterback. We talked, we talked some last week that Carolina was kind of borderline ruining Bryce Young the way they're using him. Are they doing that with Howell? No, I think, I think this is the price of business. I think this is the price of business. Um, because he's having success. You don't, you, I mean, you don't, you don't go and get a chance to be the league leader in, in passing yards. The sacks, it's, 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 it's 50-50. It's Sam, throw the ball away. Sam, there's a check down in this, though, right? Get rid of it. But sometimes it's hard to tell a quarterback who, I don't care who the quarterback is, it is, you know, chicks dig the long ball, right? <laughs> chicks dig the long ball. Quarterbacks dig the long ball. Quarterbacks, all they want to show off their arm talent. Even if they don't believe that I'm really a strong arm quarterback, they want to show it off. So it's part, it's, it's, it's this, it's this hand in hand of Eric Bienemy, you have to, you have to protect your quarterback from himself. Sam Howe, you have to grow as a quarterback and understand that I have to throw the ball away. I, I can't hold it this long. And together they have to figure out a way to make it work and saying this is what we want to do, but this is what we have to do. And, 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 and it's not going to come together right now, but this could be something that comes together in the future and go, oh, okay, they, 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 they figured it out. What were you going to say, Nate? Oh, no, 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 just – I just looked down and saw he came in 22. Uh, they drafted in the fifth round with 22. Yeah, Sam Howe yeah. out of North Carolina, go Heels. Yeah. I know a lot about Sam Howe. He went to my university. Yeah. I've covered him. He is athletic. Sam Howe in college, he'll rush. He's rushed for 800 yards in a season. Mm. So he'll, he'll, he has the athleticism. And this is another guy for the Cowboys. If you get home, you get home. But if you don't get home, he'll take off. 34 carries with 209 yards, 6.1 average. He'll take One off. Form for two TDs. So that, that goes back to, and this is this is this is where it can be a struggle. I'm not saying that the Cowboys won't be able to overcome it, but it becomes a struggle because what are they doing? They're challenging you down the field, looking for the chunk play. If you get home to the quarterback, you can sack him. He will give you a chance to intercept it, but he will tuck it and run. And and one interception won't deter him. If Deron Bland pick six him, guess what? He'll go right back to Deron. He'll go right back at Deron Bland the next play. Now that, you might say, "Great, cool," yeah. but the mistakes doesn't deter him. And I I can only, in my professional estimation, I can only think about. And I heard Patrick Mahomes say this the other night. He said, "I'm gonna keep going. Uh, I'm gonna keep slinging that thing." And that's the mindset that I'm. I believe that Eric Bieniemy is teaching. Sam Howell, he's saying, we're going to play the percentages. And right now, we haven't, we haven't quite gotten it just yet. But when we do, we'll cut the interceptions down, and those plays will be chunk plays. We'll protect you better. We'll add more receivers to this mix because they got speed. Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, those guys, um, uh, 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 another one of my Tar Heels, um, De'Ami Brown. Uh, they, those guys will, De'Ami Brown will get behind you. And they're just saying, just keep going. 
Just keep taking the shots. Keep taking the shots. We'll we'll complete them. This is a passing league. We're going to keep taking our shots. Percentage says for every interception, we can get two touchdowns out of it, or we can get chunk plays. And you just force a team to have to be right in their coverage more often than not. How's their offensive line? Not very good. I I, I just don't want to kill them. They they're not very good. They they won't be able to hold up against our defense. Uh, this kid going to run. He's going to have to run the ball. I'm talking about the quarterback saying he's going to have to run the ball because if that's going to be their uh, way of doing things, you know, to, you know, to get better, this is going to be, this should be a game right here. As long as these guys rushing their pass lanes with the games that we like to do, we have to be very disciplined with them game. We go to TE, the TT or the, or the tackle down, in, down, linebacker, outside, around. We have to be very disciplined because, like Jesse said, this guy take off and run now, he going to punish you. And if that, happened, uh, if that happened enough times, all of a sudden now you get a little weary, and instead of you going disciplined, more disciplined in what you're trying to do, now you start to hesitate. And all he needs is for you to do is hesitate. Then he can get that ball away. <clears throat> Sacks on the season. 50 of them, bro. 51. Sam Howell, yeah. second closest. Zach Wilson, that hadn't even played half the game, 38. Bryce Young, 36. Russell Wilson, 32. Daniel Jones, 30. Lamar Jackson, 27. Now, like, there is a common 51. denominator in there, right? Sam Howell. Run, running for their lives. Not a, not a young player, <laughs> right? Yeah. Young player. Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson, young guy. Young guy. Bryce Young. Young guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Russell Wilson. We know what that is over there, yep. right? And Lamar is Lamar. Like he, Lamar right. runs around back there sometimes and causes it. You tell me this as an offensive lineman, right? You knew where Troy was going to be at, so that Every helped time. your blocking. When, you, when Lamar <laughs> he wasn't like, moving much, was it? When Lamar's back there, you, your protection may say one thing, and next thing you know, Lamar is back there you. doing. You're yep. like, wait, brother, you poked to be on my left side. <laughs> I'm blocking him to, to run the hump. What the hell are you doing way out here? So that that can lead to sometimes quarterbacks cause themselves to get sacked. <laughs> Because the offensive line saying, "All right, here's our protection. We doing this. Are we moving right? Are we moving, moving left? Yeah, you know." Walt you, Garrison had a hilarious line way back in the day about Don Meredith because Meredith would run around like that. And somebody asked him, "Walt, what do you or no Staubach? What do you what do you do with Staubach when he's running around? You're trying to protect him, and he's like." Oh, you just stay where you are. He'll be back around eventually. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is sometimes, man. Yeah, wow. And so will we after this break on hanging with the boys. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. 
Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. James right here, your 2022 Dallas Cowboys fan of the year. You know how much I love my Cowboys, and I am thrilled to be talking to you about the 2023 Fan of the Year Award presented by Captain Morgan. We're looking for the ultimate Cowboys fan to spice up the game. That means you eat, sleep, and breathe the Dallas Cowboys. If that's you, or if you know someone like me, then go to DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year, and you could win tickets to Super Bowl 58 and so much more. Enter today. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to the final segment of Hanging with the Boys, brought to you each and every day by Jigsaw, the official dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Nate. Yeah, with the show of Chris Beam, who's a cowboy, Nate, who's a cowboy, Kurt, go. who's a cowboy, Zaddy, who's a cowboy, and a fan. Here we go. <laughs> I spent 19 yeah, years say, yeah. here. If you call me a fan, you got to call Kurt a fan. You got to call yourself a fan because you're only here for a cup of coffee. Come on. I was here for, what do you mean? I've been here for t- longer than, I've been I was here 19. Uh, what am I now? I'm, t- uh, I'm like 14. Oh, this one hour a day does not count. You a lie. You a lie. I've been here 21. No, but I didn't leave as much on the field as you did. The only thing I left on the field was... My phone every once in a while. That's about it. You're a cowboy. I never had to have a surgery from yet, although I do feel it in my phone. <laughs> Carpal tunnel, the, social yeah, media. Yeah, so posts. bad. I'm not lying. I have to switch to my left hand sometimes because I'm like, hey, nah, it's because of this. Yeah, well, that that's that's a different that's a different surgery. It's all it's all in the it's all in the flexion. It's a different surgery. It's all in the flexion. <laughs> Nate, yes, sir, give me a know. defensive guy. For Washington. Yes, sir, I will. Deron, is that going to be your Payne, guy? Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen. That's it? Yeah. That's, that's all they got? That, to, to me, he make, they make uh, James Williams Smith, Smith William better. They make uh, a few of the other guys. But it, these guys, and I told Jesse before the show, it's amazing how they showed early. They didn't even play with the outside with Sweat or Chase. They like, bye. These are our two guys. We've paid them. This is who we believe in. And this, believe it or not, I would like to say that our offensive line, I would like to say that the middle was strong and can handle this, but our middle of our offensive line has been kind of shaky the last few games uh, as a whole. So not the individuals, but as a whole. Yeah. And so these two guys, uh, we can't let them get off early. If they get off early and get, get hyped early, it could be a long day. But if we kind of maintain them, keep them a little bit under control, then we can have some success. Uh, that, and that's just what I believe. I just this defense gonna run on how these two guys go. Jesse, what about the 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 rookie cornerback Forbes? Not good. High draft pick. Mm-hmm. Um, they benched him early in the year. Wow. They benched him. Did they really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. They benched him. Wow. Um, I, he's one of those kids that you know. The future's bright. 
but he has to learn how to play. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, sometimes kids, I don't want to call him a kid, but he's probably like 20 years old, 20, 21 years. He's a kid to me. Yeah. Right. Um, these kids come into the league and they, and they, they don't realize the level of competition that they're going up against. And then the, like you just, Forbes was a guy super athletic. He he was a guy um, out of college. Talk about Deron Bland getting pick sixes. He was getting pick sixes. Like he was he was taking them to the house. I think he, he I think he might correct me if I'm wrong. Fan text or whoever. I think he led the NCAA in pick sixes. Kurt can probably look that up. I think I'm, I want to say I'm sure on that. Um, but then you get to this league and you realize athleticism alone mm-hmm. will not get it through at that position because of the talent that you're going up against. When you get drafted that high in the league, you now kind of get almost that, I, I got to go against the best guy. And the best guy on the other side, the receiver, knows you've been drafted that high. And they go, oh, all right. Come on, young fella. Come right here. Come, st- come stand right here. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for him, it was, it was learning how – it's still learning how to be a professional. And he didn't have a good showing early in the season. They benched him. Um, he's back in there some. Uh, so he has to uh, he, he he has to figure it out. Good player, though. Good, good player. If you give him a chance to pick it off, he'll pick it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is he he has had his struggles, to say the least, this football season. You were right. Three last year. Led the NCAA. Where did he go to college? Mississippi State. Mississippi, yeah. Oh. Can we talk about, like, size – Bryce Young is having trouble in Carolina because he's not surrounded with a lot of talent. Does it make it that much harder for a guy like Forbes because they don't have talent enough talent around him? No, his his problem was personal. Hmm. Like his problem was just, uh, you know, probably not studying the concepts right. Probably, you know, um, again, sometimes you get used to using your athleticism, and then when you have to now put the work in. To be good, and Jack Del Rio is a, is a, is is their defensive coordinator, long time NFL. He's a head coach in this league, long time defensive coordinator minded coach in this league. Ron Rivera, you know what who he is as a defensive coordinator. So those guys, those old school guys, so those guys are going to put a lot of onus on the player. Like, dude, you're a professional now. Like, we're and if you can't keep up with what we're doing, then you got to sit down. And they're not gonna they're not gonna allow you to destroy a defense because what you're doing personally. I think that that was the biggest adjustment for him because the the, the sheer talent, the, the ability to run and change directions. You don't go that. No one evaluates a kid and he goes that high if there aren't the, I, I don't know, the measurables and the intangibles that what you check off for a corner. But now when I put you in the system, can we trust you? Hmm. If you're supposed to be in zone, be in zone. If you're supposed to be a man, be a man. Have have good principles. Have good technique. Have good uh, uh, accountability. Have good, you know. Hey, if you got to be a run fit, I'm not asking you to go in there and be Ray Lewis, but boy, don't turn your shoulder down and you know what I mean. Don't lay him. Yeah. So those those are the type of things that he 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 has dealt with early in the year. And this defense has shifted. It's changed. Jack Del Rio. They play a four three defense. They play a lot of zone. But they there's some games that they played man. Played the Bears, they said we ain't really worried about this quarterback. We're gonna play man. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to pressure um, Justin Fields and get him. You know, it burned them because those guys in the back end didn't cover. So that that's they'll they'll adjust. I don't I don't foresee them. I, you can't watch our offense and the heater that Dak is on and the heater this offense is on and CD now Brandon Cooks get going. You cannot watch our offense and think to yourself, it's a good day to go man. 
it's a good day to pressure this quarterback and go man to man. You you that's coaching malpractice. It, speaking of CD ankle injury popped up on the injury report. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. We any concerns there? Sure. Coach said he should be ready for Thursday, but is he going to be 100? percent You know, that's probably no matter. No matter. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I'm not trying to be funny or nothing, and I'm serious about that. At this point in the season, you look what's ahead of you. Look what you're facing, and if you walk out on the field, see that that is one uh, in the NFL. We don't have that luxury. If you walk out on the field, and I and I and I dislike when reporters or anybody say, "Well, you know he was hurt." Don't go out on the field if you're not going to give it everything you need. CD will be ready, and he will give it everything he needs. I mean, this this this. That to me, that is the saddest. When I hear a guy say, "Well, I was hurt," well, why would you not let the guy behind you have opportunity to be? And even though he's not the because his seventy percent yeah. is better than that dude's a hundred percent. Not not in most cases. Not not with some of the way I see some of these guys act, though, dog. Yeah. Some at of these the receiver guys, position. Yeah. Who bet? Who bet? Who at who at who at a hundred percent is better than C D Lamb? No, what I'm saying, if C D Lamb can't play, he out there limping around, and he has a bad game, and he come and says, "Oh, I was hurt." No, that's that's what I'm saying. If CD go out there, I got full confidence that oh, yeah. he would be ready to play. You can't have the loser yeah, limp. You can't you can't have the loser that's limp. You can't go out there and all of a sudden now you you attribute your bad game to you. Yes, you and that, that's out what there. I'm saying. Yeah. CD ain't never showed that. Every time CD hit the field, he's been a he's been a professional. But it just when I see guys do that, I've seen you know spelling in NBA back in the day when guys would do that, I'd be like, wow, why would you not give the guy if you are hurt this bad? the opportunity behind you. So don't, you know, if a guy walk out on the field in the NFL, I think that he's going to be, like you say, he's going to be 7% better than the guy behind him. But his his, his uh, drop-off is not going to be that great. And before we go, mm-hmm. let me put a bow on this on this defense with other, other commanders. And let me say. Uh, it's a good bow or a bad bow? It's a good bow. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's a bow. You don't need to listen to that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, <laughs> a bad it's a, bow. Uh, maybe it's a bow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was to your point about the defense of, of, of interior. If you kind of just go through the landscape of the National Football League, <coughs> you see more teams beginning to put an onus on that interior pressure. You see, and guys are adjustable. You're Chris Jones of the world. You're, you even see Micah. You see, you see Miles Garrett. You see Micah yes. are lining up over the center more. Like, mm-hmm. this has become a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, this has become a thing where defensive coordinators now are saying, yeah, it's cool to come off the edge, but now let's make them uncomfortable up the, up the gut. Right, so that quarterback can't step up. That quarterback, especially the young quarterbacks, and this is key, when you have young quarterbacks, if I can get their eyes to go from here, vision down the field, to here, looking at the rush, I win on the back end. So if I can create some sort of diversion, and this goes for the young quarterbacks, but also for quarterbacks like Dak. He he knows what he has in front of him with Tyler Biotish. Jack Del Rio, Riverboat Ron, they know what they have in the interior. So they're going to say, Let's see if we can't get some pressure up front. Let's see if we can't get Dak Prescott to take his eyes from down the field with Cooks, CeeDee Lamb, Ferg, and think about now those big boys coming, those big boys rushing up the middle and and pushing that center into his lap where he can't step up and throw the football. And don't forget about Big Ridgeway. 
Revenge game. Yeah. <laughs> Big Ridgeway. Oh, he was I didn't here. realize he was there. Yeah. Big Arkansas Slayer. All right, fellas. <laughs> short week. Last show of the week tomorrow. Short, we might just take short, calls all day. We'll take some calls tomorrow. We'll pop some, I'll short probably week, have some more. Short week. Just like you. A Shannon week. It's a Shannon week. I know what y'all do. It's a Shannon week. It's a Shannon week. I'll take it. The fan. The fan Shannon. Shannon week. That's fine. Good seeing you, Nate. Jesse, not so much. Kurt. Thanks for being here. Chris, thanks, for, thanks for keeping us on the air. Jazz, thanks for keeping him company. Josh, thanks for keeping us up on the channels. Will, thanks for texting me last night. That was a funny joke. We will see y'all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Hanging with the boys. We out! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!